Welcome to the OSMA Talks podcast series, hosted by Oklahoma State Medical Association President, Dr. Larry Bookman, MD. Hello, and welcome back. Over the last few months, I've been conducting a series of interviews of Oklahomans who are leading the effort to reverse the downward trend in Oklahoma's health outcomes. In this episode, my guest was House Speaker Charles McCall, who, along with Senate leadership Senator Greg Treat, appointed the Health Care Working Group, which examined the need for an Oklahoma-specific plan to expand access to health care and increase coverage of uninsured Oklahomans. The interview took place in the very noisy, under-construction State Capitol building. Please excuse the noise, but here's my interview with House Speaker Charles McCall. Speaker McCall, thank you for spending some time to talk with us today and let us know what the, uh, uh, hopefully, the agenda for the coming year is going to be in the legislature. Uh, Certainly in health care. Medicaid expansion has been in the news a lot, Um, whether it's at the federal level between the different uh, Medicare uh, for alls or Medicaid expansion, whatever. um, The state is going to have to take a stand on Medicaid expansion. What do you feel is going to be best for our state and how do you think we should approach this? I think that will be the issue, a priority issue on the agenda for the the second half of the the 57th legislature. Um, It's one that we've had some discussion already in the past legislative uh, session. Uh, Once again, the, you have a, Governor Stitt is, came off an election last November, as did 73 members of the House of Representatives and multiple senators as well. And uh, transitioning and gearing up and uh, for a legislative session, um, you know, it, it takes time to make those adjustments. This healthcare is something very important to the state of Oklahoma. It's also very important to the House of Representatives. Um, I th- I'm really optimistic, and I think the the bipartisan bicameral work group, and I I think we're going to see some a really good plan come out of that. I think health care in the state of Oklahoma encompasses m- much more than just the Medicaid uh, the Medicaid issue. I think that's just one facet of it. And I think while we're looking at health care in Oklahoma, we need to look at all facets of health care. We need to find out what the problems are, uh, both socioeconomic but also geographically, and address all of those. And hopefully, you know, what I want to see as Speaker of the House is us to come out with a plan that is an Oklahoma plan. Uh, we do have, uh, you mentioned Medicaid expansion, you know, we have uh, the luxury of looking to those states that have already accepted that. We've, we can see what their challenges are, um, what's happened that they was unforeseen. Um, you can see the successes and the failures, and, and we can try to avoid those failures. That leads to several questions, but the first one is, other states, part of their failure has been more people, more enrollees than expected, making it an economic burden on those states. In Oklahoma, there have been some who have estimated 400,000 versus 200,000. How accurate do you think our estimates of 200,000 are? And can the state afford, if it's 
400,000 people who enroll. I think more important than what we think the number is for the state of Oklahoma is that in looking at the other states, what we determined is most of them had a lot more than they projected. So I think we, it's reasonable for us to assume we will have a similar experience. Looking at the number, honing in on a, an individual number is going to be difficult. Um, but it's important, I mean, it's going to drive the amount of investment. Um, it would be, and in terms of that, you know, you're talking about uh, the Affordable Care Act, those uh, Obamacare, what the other states have adopted through, uh, through that program and, and through that approach. Yes, they do receive federal some dollars, 90-10 uh, split, 9-to-1 match. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty significant. Um, I think we have to look in Oklahoma, though. I think, you know, we have to be, we have to be uh, careful not to assume that, that the, the state's portion um, will be what we think. I think it will, uh, it's potentially going to grow over time. I think we have other dynamics that we need to be concerned about, health outcomes, as well as we've seen other, in other states, people in private insurance that have private insurance uh, policies are moving off of those or being pushed into, um, you know, a state plan. So, you know, we have to look at this multifaceted issue. We have to be smart about it. Of course, we want to deliver good health care for the state of Oklahoma. And I think we have the opportunity to do that. But it's got to be flexible. We've got to be able to, you know, we're going to have to find our way. Yes, we can avoid, I think we can avoid a lot of pitfalls that other states have found themselves in and they're, that they're dealing with currently. At the same time, we have to have a model that we can, we can adapt and we can, it has the flexibility that we can, you know, we can change a little bit as we get down the road, as we, as we find additional challenges. I think the ability to adapt is important. However, we have the problem also that we have a petition being passed right now. Mm -hmm. uh, do, you, do you think the legislature is going to be able to act quickly enough to have a plan in place that will be accepted by the people of Oklahoma versus the petition, which would be a constitutional change. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I think that's what these. I think that's what these public uh, uh, work group meetings are about. Is is finding, getting the the information and input from all segments of um, and all stakeholders and interested parties in the state of Oklahoma, whether it be the citizens of the state of Oklahoma, whether it be the healthcare industry itself. I mean, everybody. Uh, and that, that's what will help us craft the best policy for, this, for the state of Oklahoma. I think the, the petition measure is going to be, um, I think it's going to be very inflexible. And I don't think it takes all of those things in, into consideration. Um, but I fully, to, to answer your question directly, I fully expect the legislature to have, um, to have a plan ready um, to present by uh, next legislative session, but only after we hear from everybody in the state and what their concerns are and what their needs are. And then the implementation, the deployment, whether it be uh, affordability, whether it be access in the rural parts of the state, suburban Oklahoma, urban Oklahoma, all those things need to be taken into consideration. Good policy in the state of Oklahoma works in all four corners of the state. I was fortunate enough to serve on the governor's health transition group. Um, as such, we turned in um, a plan that addresses 
obesity, uh, access, through all four corners of the state. Uh, we've not yet heard from the governor, so hopefully you have more insight than I do, but that addressed all the things that you have brought up. Do you know whether that plan is being disseminated, accepted, or worked on at all? I think the House, the Senate, and the Governor's Office at this time, um, we have very good lines of communication. Uh, we all realize that this is a multifaceted issue. It's a very, uh, there's a lot of brevity and scope uh, to this issue. And so all of that information, all the work that the House has done internally, the Senate, as well as the Governor and the Executive, all of that is, is uh, being shared. Uh, I think all of that will play a role in this, these uh, work group proceedings, and that will truly, that will truly uh, birth the, uh, an Oklahoma plan for health care. One of the problems in Oklahoma, as you well know, coming from a rural community, is rural health, rural hospitals, and access to the rural communities. Yes. Uh, one of the um, ideas uh, put forth by the health care uh, group was using telemedicine. There's been good, there's been bad to telemedicine. Um, how do you feel the state will proceed with telemedicine, and do we have the infrastructure to implement telemedicine in rural Oklahoma? Well, the infrastructure is more of a challenge in rural Oklahoma. Uh, broadband in certain places, uh, very difficult. Uh, we are some communities that are, that, uh, are aligned on a you know, major corridor where there is fiber infrastructure, sure, they can tie into that. There's, there, it's being developed. It's, it's not where it needs to be. It's going to continue to be a, a challenge. I think we have to realize that technology uh, in, terms, in, in terms of medicine, telemedicine, I mean, there's going to be more of that in the future. Needs to be. Um, there's, because we have to realize the specialists are not going to each uh, rural area of the state is going to have very limited access to, to specialties. And, um, but that's going to be very, very important to the health care of rural Oklahoma. So, you know, once again, you bring up a, a, a great facet of, of a challenge in health care, and we know where we, we know we need to make improvements there, um, but that's got to be considered in the whole discussion. And there's, there's certainly a certain amount of investment that's going to have to take place. There's, the, uh, uh, there's going to have to be a lot of business partners. There's going to have to be a partnership with the state and with industry uh, to develop that infrastructure. And so, you know, what will make a good health care policy, one that will work uh, better for the citizens of Oklahoma, is bringing all, these, all of these stakeholder groups together. And, and so everybody can realize, you know, uh, how important it is for them to play a proactive part in a, in a holistic, a global health care uh, plan. I know there's a legislative uh, group uh, working on this plan. Um, and um, no physicians are part of the legislative group. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you expect to come out of the legislative uh, council that's working on this? And will there be an opportunity for the House of Medicine to have input in the future? Sure, absolutely. And, I, and with, the, uh, with the work group, um, 
you know, my appointees to that on the House side. You know, I tried to, I tried to look at members of the House of Representatives that were in both parties. I tried to look at members uh, of the legislature serving on that work group that come from urban, suburban, and rural parts of the state. And then we also tried to look at uh, some diversity. Uh, we tried to put people, uh, appoint people that had some type of uh, work experience, life experience in in some facet of healthcare. We're those you always have limitations to an extent, but in terms of uh, those members on our work group, we do have um, we do have a couple of members that you know practice in one aspect of, of healthcare. So we think it's a good group, but I, I think they they're going. They've I've asked them to go into these into this work group, roll up their sleeves. I want a, I want a product um, that there where there is a support for. Um, after we've listened to everybody, and I've asked them to be open-minded and consider everything that's shared. And because once again, we represent the people of the state of Oklahoma. And, and that's our only motivation um, to be here uh, to work and to find something that, uh, that's, that's better than what we have and something that's sustainable and will, and, um, will carry this state uh, down the road in a positive way. Do you see in the future a group being organized once the legislative group uh, has sort of completed its study that physicians of both MDs, DOs, as well as other health care providers uh, will be invited to actually sit at the table and have input? Oh, absolutely. I, I think, once again, you can't, uh, you know, you, just, you can't discount the situation that health care is driven by, by our medical professionals and, and uh, to the largest extent, MDs and DOs. So we're going to welcome that. I mean, ultimately, it's got to be practical policy and one that can be carried out. And um, if there is not, uh, you know, I th once again, I think good policy works in all four corners of the state, but the medical community has got to be able to, to deliver it. And it's got to, and you want to deliver, deliver health care that is, uh, that's good, it's quality. And segueing using quality health care, one of the issues that the Oklahoma State Medical Association has had to fight in recent years is scope of practice. Um, we understand that uh, various groups want to advance what their responsibility may be and in independence. Uh, we have fought that physicians are the best trained to maintain quality health care. We need to be at the head of those uh, medical delivery systems. Um, we've certainly used the term that uh, if you want to be a doctor, go to medical school. Um, how do you feel about rural medicine with scope of practice expansion, both from nurse practitioners and CRNAs, um, as well as others, including physical therapy, psychologists, etc., all wanting to expand uh, what their role is? Doctor, it's a, it's a good question, a fair question, and and uh, I think your I think your group has a has a good mantra when it says first do no harm as your uh, and that's what we 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 want to see in the legislature. Now there are political pressures um, in rural uh, parts of the state, and it has to it goes back to that uh, access to healthcare providers. But what needs to happen, I think, and what you've seen in the last two to three sessions in the state capitol is 
at times you've seen somebody aggressively push uh, legislation to increase scope of practice for uh, for professionals that do not have the level of education or training as the as the doctors. Um, I think the doctors have uh, very much have uh, pointed that out and. And really, the, the best way to make progress in that area is, is for everybody in the, to get together and figure out how that can be done, if it can be done, and how to do it in a safe, safe way. Um, we want to, you know, we, we, once again, it goes back to quality of, of care, and you want that to, to be able to be delivered. I don't know if there's a, con, you know, if that, how that can be done, but we always have to be looking for ways to to adapt and change the change our approach, but um, as a rule, as a rule member of the legislature, you know I, that's something that I that I hope we can uh, identify how we how we can make some improvements. Um, whether it's getting you know I've pushed legislation for uh, tax credits incentives for for doctors coming into rural Oklahoma. I think personally that's what drives health care. You have to have an MD or a DO in those areas. Everything else can be built um, under those. Just like education has to have teachers, healthcare has to have doctors, and you've got to and you've got to entice them to move into the rural parts of the state. Um, but I think there's just a lot of things that we can do. We've got to we've got to continue to look at initiatives like that. I, I want that to be a part of this overall healthcare discussion. How do we bring more doctors? Uh, develop more doctors. I know the med schools are doing a, a tremendous job. The bottleneck seems to be the number of residency okay. slots that we have. But you know, we've, we've got to do, we've got to make improvements, and those are going to take in investments. But they, those are investments that will have an ROI for the people of the state of Oklahoma. And I hope uh, that bill will go ahead and uh, very early next session will finish its way through the Senate and go to the go to the uh, governor for his uh, signature. And also hope that uh, now I think it was very good this year that the legislature invested um, money in health care that's uh, virtually with the federal match. We're going to pick up ninety million dollars off of what we did just this last May, and you got to continue to make those investments. Um, so anyway, I, I'm I'm excited about that we're having you know we're we're having the discussion and and we're starting to, to focus on uh, health care being you know the the upcoming issue for the next legislative cycle i'll i'll take this opportunity to uh, promote the oklahoma state medical association which has what's called resolution five and hopefully you are aware that uh, we've actually put our money up to partner with others and have put rural physicians in both guyman and idabel um, the one at guyman speaks multiple languages and we want to put physicians in rural Oklahoma. We want to um, uh, increase the economic gain. Each physician in a rural community is worth approximately $1.9 million to that community. Uh, it helps to keep that rural hospital open, which is important to communities uh, for their self-image. And so we want to work with the legislature. We want to work with any partner who will help us to do that. Um, and we have to recruit more 
primary care, and you're right, the residency programs are a problem. Um, I know OSU is working hard to put out residents for uh, community health in, in rural Oklahoma. Yes. So, you know, we encourage all of that. Um, and uh, we want to work with the legislature in all health care uh, subjects uh, and projects to increase the health of Oklahoma for all Oklahomans. Correct. Um, do you have any parting words at this time that you would like to bring out? Well, I, once again, I, I appreciate the opportunity and the invitation to come speak with you today. Um, and I want you to know that you know, we, we approach these things um, in that we do not believe uh, the legislature is, is looking to the industry for a lot of input on this. Um, doctor, you are, you are trained, you practice, and you know a lot of these the barriers, the obstacles, and how we can improve health care in the state of Oklahoma. We, don't have, we are not predisposed to a particular plan, but uh, once again, we we uh, really appreciate the opportunity to have these kinds of this kind of dialogue and, and input so we do end up with a almost to have the best health care uh, policy in the united in the united states next year when we pass this legislation i want it to be the legislation that other states in the union look to it's the it's the freshest most forward-looking piece of health care uh, legislation any state has adopted and I think that's the opportunity for us in the next few months and we absolutely agree with you that it's a multifaceted problem from education nutrition um, activity in our schools as well as just access so it's not one problem it's multifaceted problems that we need to address uh, as a community and with health care and the House of Medicine the Oklahoma State Medical Association at the table to add to those discussions. So I appreciate your time. Doctor, thank you. Thank you. Enjoyed it very much. I want to thank everybody. I hope this has been informative of what the state legislature uh, plans for the coming year. We look forward to a very active year uh, during the legislative session and the House of Medicine and the Oklahoma State Medical Association, uh, as they said in Hamilton, will be in the room. Thank you. Learn more at okmed.org and on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Have a question for Dr. Bookman? Email him at osmatalks at okmed.org. Okay